This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The magic of the FA Cup is alive and well in Suffolk. Or at least it was until we got the fourth round draw. This is the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast discussing Ipswich Town up or down since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and you're tuned into the flagship show available every week on YouTube video and podcast. And this week we are live. So we want to hear from you in the chat. Joining us this week, um, transfer gossip, guys. We'd love a bit of transfer goss. Joe Fairs, David Diamond. Joe, how are you? Good, yeah. Excited by the news that dropped sort of half an hour before this pod. Yeah, perfect time. I... I you know, I'm not going to say I manifested it, but it was, it, it was, you know, it's it's worked out quite well. Albeit, I think people may be watching um, an interview with said player. We'll come on to that in a sec. Um, Dave, how are you? Oh, Dave's lost. We've got, we've got no David Diamond, so we'll plough on, Joe. Well, let's jump straight into the news. And as we say, um, we are live, so we want to hear from you. Let's go to the chat very quickly. Let's say to Charlie... Evening to Dan. Certainly feels a bit more positive than after Monday. Can't put my finger on why. Evening to Gary, Andreas, Ashley. New signing in the door. That is what we want. Evening to Noel. He'll be on the, he'll be on the grass tomorrow, which I'm he'll sure Seb will be, be pleased with. There you go. Um, to use a Sebism there. Um, evening to Alex. We'll come back to your thoughts there. Jim, great to have you with us. James Lee, perfect. So, um. Here we go. Michael Warner as well. Um, Joe, should we start? Um, I'm going to remove Dave. There we go. I think we, look, we need to get Dave back. Um, we'll keep tra- trying to sort out David Diamond's internet connection. But um, should we speculate what George Hurst is saying right now, Joe? Good signing, though. Long overdue, perhaps. Six months yeah, overdue. I'd imagine it'll be along the lines of, as soon as I heard about the interest, I couldn't wait to get the move done. I've been around the training facilities. They're fantastic. I was in the ground yesterday. What an atmosphere. What a stadium. I can't wait to play here. And more cliche bits like that. But no, on, on a serious note, this is a this is a player that we have chased all summer. 
we tried to get a deal done. He was our number one striking target through the summer. That was that. This was the guy we wanted, and we've got him now. Later, later than we'd have wanted, but he is here now. And I know there's sort of talk people looking at his record, saying maybe he's not the one. But there's there's a reason why he was he was um, picked out as the one we wanted. And I think I'd say his record at the end of the season last year in League One was brilliant at Portsmouth. Yep. He he was excellent at Portman Road against us. Led the line really well for a player of his young ability. And he looked as though he was available. So. He is now, he is now here, and we've been we've been saying for weeks. Freddie Ladapo's doing doing well, but we need we need two we need two of him up there, don't we? We need two number nines to fight it out to battle between each other, and we we simply haven't had that. So now, yep, this was the one we all wanted, and to get it done a week before the first league game of the month. I know we had Lincoln on the second, but we couldn't get anyone in for that. But we've now got our we've now got our big number nine signing in a week before the um, first league game of the month. Yeah, it's a it's a big one, isn't it? Um, evening. Let's try it again. Let's hope this works. Um, let's go. I just want to go to the chat very quickly, Dave. I can hear you, which is great news. Um, how you doing, mate? You're right. yeah, I'm I'm good, thanks. Yeah, sorry about that sort of random That's internet right. drop out out to randomly. But uh, how are you I more important? How are you more importantly? You failed a late fitness test. I yesterday. did pass. I, d- I passed it today. Good. Um, I yeah, was it about today? So sort of yeah. hamstring hamstring stretch and yeah, no twins. Just... You're fine. I did a quick run up and down the hallway Good. and landing and it, and it worked out. So I was able to, um, was able to go to Prezzo today. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So yeah, so that's, um, back in the land of the living, but yeah, the Charlie D the Holy Trinity diamond fairs, Woodward, um, were you were you meditating to Chris's point here, Dave? Meditating or maybe I was bla- I maybe. was blaspheming to be <laughs> fair, Chris. I've got to say I was heavily heavily blaspheming to be fair. I trust you couldn't hear it, but uh, no, no. Yeah. Fortunately, I took you out of the took you uh, out of the equation just, so we could just get as flipping well. That was a bit more than <laughs> bit more than that as well. Oh. Um, evening to Gary, who's done a super chat early doors. Thank you, Gary. So Sorry. generous, Appreciate Gary. Is that, that for me? To, is that for me to leave that's again? For some, that's, for some, <laughs> that's for some broadband upgrades. That's to upgrade like your router, diamond towers. That is. Where's the? Where's your Ethernet cable? Go get that back. Oh no, I should get it back, shouldn't I? Yeah. Dave, let's yeah. um, let's go to you on George Hurst. Um, we were just speculating while you were away as to the kind of things that he was talking about in his uh, in his club interview. But as Joe said, pursued all summer. Um, eventually, I mean, he eventually signed a new deal with Leicester because it was a permanent that we were looking for mm. um, and went online to Blackburn, 11 appearances, no goals in the championship. Um, similar kind of story to a loan move that he had earlier in his career with Rotherham in the championship. But as Joe has said, um, 13 goals for Portsmouth in 21-22 is probably what piqued yeah, our interest. And 6-2 physical presence. Um, happy days, right? It's a good sign. Yeah, very, I think very much so. A little bit surprised that that sort of resurrected itself again. I mean, as Joe, I could hear what Joe was saying earlier that obviously he was the one we chased pretty much all last summer. And then, you know, he signed the new contract with Leicester. Um, went to Blackburn. Clearly, it hasn't really worked out for him there. I'm not sure, Joe. Would you know his, how his fitness levels were? Uh, did he did he have injury or anything there? Or it obviously they got seem, they got Brer like and He's um, fairly. He's only played cyber. about 270, 280 minutes out on the out for Blackburn this season. He hasn't scored, but like I said, he couldn't have three games. I think he started two games, come on a sub and a further seven, played a couple of cup games and yeah. had even been playing for their under twenty ones, I think. So he's he's he has been fit, he's just not been involved at all. No. And as, as you said last season, he he was on fire for the back end of last season, wasn't it? And I remember I remember him playing against us and he did look a he looked a proper handful. So yeah, good good signing. Um I don't know, in, in the two minutes I was away, I don't know if you were speculating on the potential third sign-in, which would seem was is also imminent. 
Yeah, well, should we go, should we go through the chat? Because there's some bits and pieces on that. So Alex yeah. talks about um, Hurst and Broadhead. And, and Broadhead, we think, was papped by one of our Telegram group at the game yesterday as well. So that feels close, although Kieran McKenna wasn't willing to commit on either of them post-match. We now know that Hurst has been sorted. Um, Alex talking here about Plymouth losing Cooper and his Morgan Whitaker a chance. I mean, to me, the signing of Broadhead ends the pursuit of Whitaker. Is that fair, guys? And you would... No, I, I don't think so. I think we'll still Ooh. try and get him Ooh. if we can. Ooh. I think he's one that you just see that if Swansea are desperate to get shot of him this month and he's when you like I said when you look at the fee it's sort of one and a half million somewhere around somewhere around that range and for a player who is 20 years old still is he or 21 then it's what do you think not much, when, not much money for what he could be worth in the future but I don't I don't think he wants to come here as things stand at the moment is, what I've, is what I've heard but his options might be limited by the end of the month if he gets told that Plymouth can't afford you you're not going back there we don't want you here find somewhere to go then I say I think once once you get him in here speaking to McKenna speaking to Mark Ashton show him around the place he'd want to come here but George Hurst has already praised the facilities isn't he Joe you know so. oh no doubt no doubt but, um, yeah so I think he's just one of those isn't it at the moment if, if we can do it I think he's seen as like when we signed Selena at at the start of last season, yeah, the squad's full, but he's just a sort of cherry on top signing. Mm. Where's he? What would, I haven't really noticed anything about his background. Where's is he from, Swansea? Where's he from? Lincoln. He's from actually. No, he's Lincoln. That's right. He is. Yeah. yeah no, so he no, you came through at Derby, but he's from Lincoln. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. No, you're right. He is on the east, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, but we yeah, think but, Dave. Do you want to talk about Broadheads? We we think he was at Portman Road yesterday, and we um... seemingly seemingly again he's had a bit of a sort of fairly stop start. Um, Stop start career hasn't he? Hasn't he really? Sort of. I think it was quite highly rated at Everton, but hasn't really played hardly any minutes. Hardly any minutes at all. Um, I think he's had what twenty twenty odd appearances for Wigan this year. Chipped in with a chipped in with a few goals, five or six goals, I think. So again, I think he's quite highly rated. Seemingly, obviously, a different stature to Hurst. I think he's five under six foot. I think. Um, I can recall him sort of taking his goal quite well at Portman Road last year. The equaliser wasn't yeah. where he sort of squared up. Um, opened himself up and sort of planted Sat down corner. Walton, didn't he, a little bit? Yeah, he did. He did. So, um, again, you know, good champion, good, you know, good experience, you know, goal scorer, goal, you know, scored goals at this level. So, yeah, what's not to like? And that's obviously would be very much a, a permanent, yeah? Yeah, it sounds like the, yeah, fee greed, isn't it? Seven yeah. figures, apparently. But I, I was on one, of, I was on Ben's live stream last night for Sheffield Wednesday, Newcastle, and a Wigan fan came on there and was a bit peed off that, Broadhead was joining us, so that bodes well, isn't it? I mean, you can't read a huge amount into necessarily sometimes, particularly when it's critical. Um, but when when fans are disappointed to see players leave, then um, it bodes well, doesn't it? It was a few Sorry, go on, go on, Joe. No, like when you sort of saying I always played that twenty games, scored five goals or so. I think now with this with this five sub rules, you really have to look at how many minutes these guys are playing for their goal records. Mm. And when you see Broadhead at Sunderland last year, he played the equivalent of thirteen point eight matches, so twelve hundred and forty minutes, scored ten goals, yeah. so ten in fourteen basically for Sunderland. And this year for Wigan, he's played eleven point nine matches and scored five goals. So he's sort of a goal every nearly 180 minutes in the championship and the goal sort of about every 120 minutes in League One. But George Hurst, he's only ever had one season in League One, which was the season with Portsmouth last year. And he's and he scored, what, 13 goals in the equivalent of 27 games. And, the, and I think 11 of those came in his last 13 starts of the season as well. So what it really turned on after yeah. Christmas. Where in the championship, yeah. yeah, he had that year at Rotherham where he played 
30 games and didn't score. And Mostly off the, off the bench, though, wasn't it, Rajoy? Yeah, well, he's, he's only so. played 976 minutes in the Championship. And he's only started six games in the Championship across those loan spells. So it's it's not like he's he's been playing every week and can't score. He's played... He was coming on for four, five, ten minutes a time for Rotherham. So his numbers are just going up. Yeah, he didn't score. And you want your strikers to score a goal. But his goal record at Portsmouth and is, was good. And Broadhead's goal record has been brilliant for both Sunderland and Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, look, as, far as, as far as Hurston's concerned, we've said all along on the group, on our WhatsApp group and the Telegram group, that you need someone to take the, take the, weight, off, take the weight off the Dapo. And um, yeah, he would just seem to fit the bill perfectly. Um, Michael's question here do you think um, Hurst signed with a view to buy when we go up he says when we go up um, thoughts on that one I mean it seems likely doesn't it you think so well the only thing is he signed a bumper deal at Leicester last summer so you're talking like a 20-25 grand a week maybe deal another loan there. Joe yeah, yeah so I think Blackburn had a fee agreed and that was somewhere in the region sort of 5-6 million I think it was if oh really was go wow. to them. so yeah, okay. obviously his <laughs> um, stock his <laughs> stock has gone down since then but I don't know. It, it, I don't know. Leicester haven't managed him brilliantly. They've sort of given him that contract. So they were sort of worried about losing him right. for a lower fee, but they've now sort of priced him out of any move. I'd imagine he'll be someone. Yeah, again, if we went up, maybe try and renew I mean, the loan for another season. These players aren't young, aren't they? He's twenty. Right, well, young, young, but he's twenty-three. Is he twenty-three? Yeah. Football-wise, he's very young, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For football played, but do you know what I mean? It's oh, I don't know. He's, I mean, it's just how it is. And that's the Premier League for you, though, isn't it? That's just how it mm. how it works. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's just that fear of losing players, yeah. isn't it? Fear of yeah. getting yeah. one wrong, and losing yeah. a nugget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Um, um, Joe's given us views on this. I think cool. in the last few pods, Dave. What's your take on Bile's question here about who's possibly leaving? I mean, I don't think anyone needs to leave to balance the squad and no. get the twenty-two registrations. But do you think the squad's a bit unwieldy? In my, I, I don't. Think, some... I just don't know. It's, it's an odd one, isn't it? I mean, Edmondson came in yesterday. Didn't really have a lot to do, did he? But what he did, I think he looked comfortable, classy player. But it's see, um, seemingly that um, you know the team's just got at the moment certainly got a better balance with the right foot, left foot combination of Wolfenden and Wolfenden and Burgess. Can you see Edmondson leave? I don't I don't think so. I mean after seeing what I saw yesterday, I wouldn't mind us getting as I think I said a week or so back, I wouldn't mind us getting another centre back in to be to be we know fair. Alex who's here is has been banging that drum for a while. So yeah, yeah look, yeah. Um but as for players leaving, I don't know, Ladkey do Edwards, we think possibly yeah. I mean, Ed, I, mean Edwards, I like Edwards a lot. He's an enigma is he? I will you will just Say the part he played in Ladapo. We'll get onto that. The part he played in Ladapo's goal yesterday is an absolute touch of class. But he is a bit inconsistent. But no, you'd think you know he's a player that's really ought to stay and and be you know and worked on and developed even further because I think he's, he's got it. I, I honestly think he has. But maybe Gladke. Um, I saw obviously they extended. Although I heard McKenna speaking about Coleman. Um, I think they extended his deal I believe yep. but he said you know a third he very much referred to him as the third goalkeeper and you know you need the third goalkeeper around the around the building but I, I personally I don't, I don't think I can see anyone desperately leaving now. Andrew here um, do you think this will mean Jackson's game time will be limited from here on I mean we'll talk about Jackson in relation to his performance against Rotherham certainly as a number nine I don't think we'll see Jackson there again no. but as a right winger guys I mean you guys were he seemed to got an assist, didn't he, yesterday? So maybe that's, you know, he's, he's in competition with Burns now rather than a Dapo because of Hurston Broadhead. Thoughts on that, Joe? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think he's um, he's been used as a wide striker quite often in this in this team. And now that, like I say, if you think 
he played in the West Burns role yesterday, even when we were playing more of a Burns as a wing back when he was out away at Burton. It was Jackson that came in and played almost a real right wing back role there that time. And just his pace out out on that flank is just causes teams problems. And I think he's that is his role. He's I sort of banging the same drums have been all season, but he's not a number nine in, in the way we want to play. And that is what has cost us that we that we haven't had anyone to play in that role. So it's great that we've now got Hurst in. But yeah, I, I, I think it might limit Jackson's involvement as a number nine, but I don't think it will limit his involvement. Yeah. I think he's played in nearly every game. He's always mm. on the bench. He always comes on. He's a player that is a Less great pressure as well on him, chess piece that comes on. Yeah, and I, I think he's about... I think he's just going to play out on that flank more, which is which is where it probably suits him more. Yeah. And what was great? What was great to see yesterday was that we'll get onto it. Was the delivery for the first goal where he actually did get his head up for once and didn't just hammer it across in an area. Yeah, we'll talk about that definitely, Dave. And um, let's just rattle through some more bits and pieces in the chat, and then we'll move on and chat Rotherham, shall we? Um, Neil, I would just sooner sign Collins from Bristol Rovers. Uh, I mean, we everyone's going to have their favourites, aren't they? I guess we can't always. But you'd be happy with with everything. But I, I, it feels like uh, these are the kind of signings, if Broadhead happens as well, that don't happen at many teams in League One. So I think we need to be appreciative yeah. of Ashton and Co for that. I think there's a lot of them um, when you think about. So obviously Kieran McKenna coming in and his background in sort of the youth team at um, Manchester United and Tottenham previously, and Sam Williams has come from sort of Manchester United. I think was the with sort of academy recruitment there. So these players like Nathan Broadhead. George Hurst, these are guys that have come up come up against a lot through those real, real top category one academies that are there. And these are the these were the most talented boys in the country to be at these clubs. And yeah, you get the late developers, you sort of Aaron Collins that have come sort of come, come through that way, but they're just not they they haven't got that same pedigree as the sort of lights of the Hurst and the Broadheads have got. And under the coaching of McKenna, these these guys should flourish. Yeah. Yep, and there's always going to be money, isn't there? That's a factor there. Bristol Rovers, I guess, um, maybe not willing to cash in. I don't know. They're an outside better at the playoffs as well, aren't they? So they're on a run. Imagine, they're a decent yeah, run. Joey Barton not really being too keen to let him go. No, um, Noel, how similar Hurst and Broadhead? I mean, um, Hurst is an out and out number nine, isn't he? Broadhead can play anywhere, kind of across those attacking yeah, positions, perhaps so. similar to Chaplin. If we're yeah, no, I'd say so. Hurst, yeah. Hurst, when he was younger, he did play in those sort of wide, wider attacking roles, but he's now very much a number nine. That that is his role. He's going to play through the middle. But Broadhead, um, he's a player like like a Chaplin, somebody who would like to play through the middle more. But I think maybe his stature sometimes works against him. But he is a guy that can play on either flank and support the striker and is somebody who wants to get there and score goals which is something that he's like you said like shares that with kind of chaplain as opposed to maybe a marcus harness or a sunny aluko who are there more to create than actually just get on the end of chances yeah i think if i think if young george can emulate or get be half as good or hey, half yeah as good as his father we'll have a player or a, well yeah so. that came up in um <laughs> i came up in one of in ben's live stream last night as well strangely so um yeah a um, lot of chat of morgan whitaker still i mean obviously <laughs> long way to go on that one but he's saying a great uh, great as a future but future saleable yeah. i think there was um Someone's talking about David Hurst putting on an absolute masterclass at Portman Road, I think back in sort of like yeah. the early 90s, which is when Wednesday came down. 
Yeah, I think that was the I think that was the game where I absolutely one of the games I may have left early. I think we got beat <laughs> three or four one, and I left early when Carlton Palmer sort of the midfield oh, opened for really, Carlton yeah. Palmer to stride through and crack one in the top corner from about twenty yards. I remember I thought, that one nah, as well. He didn't score that day though, did he? I don't think I'm not sure he did. I'm not no. sure he actually did. I'm not um, sure. I think he did play in that game if that's the one they're referring to. Thoughts on on this point from Michael? This could help Freddie become a better player. I mean, he has there's the kind of the pressure of being. The, the sole number nine, really. Had, had May hasn't really kicked on, as we thought, and still kind of is learning the, the role, really. He's very inexperienced. Um, we'll talk about Freddie's goal shortly as well, Dave, but it's, it's, it's an interesting psychological aspect to the signing of Hurst. Obviously, from a squad depth perspective and, a, and an options perspective, it's great, but it might just drag more out of Freddie Ladapo. Yeah, you'd it? think so. They can spur, you know, I'll show them tight. Type scenario, um, type mentality, where yeah, where he just spurs him on to spurs him on to greater things. You know, I, I look, I think the Dabo gets some stick, but I think we've all said before, planning out and out number nine, how we play in that, in that, um, you know, how, yeah, how we play and out and out number nine. There, it, it, it's going to be be at times, you know, isolated and could be one against one sometimes. One, sorry, one against two, one against three sometimes. So um, I think he's, I think he's improved certainly as the season, as not just yesterday, but I think he's improved as the season gone on, and I think his hold up plays improved as the season's gone on as well. So. Yeah, this um, yeah, this will, like I said, just take some of the burden off him, hopefully. Because yeah. like, like, um, like, like David said there, you know, he could well end up this season with twenty goals. Mm-hmm. Well, I expect yep. him to actually. But, but um, we know McKenna likes to rotate his strikers, doesn't it? Yeah. The um, we know that in every game, one of George Hurst or Freddie Ladapo will start, and the other yeah. one will come on for them, yeah. probably for the twenty minutes. So it's not like. George Hurst, if he is going to come in as the main number nine, is going to play 90 minutes every week and Ladapo is going to be on the bench. No. At, at most, he'll start two games out of three. <laughs> is, I, I'd imagine if you look now at the minutes they play between now and the end of the season, they'll probably end up about 50-50-60-40, assuming they both stay fit. Yeah. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because if John Jules has stayed fit, then probably we wouldn't have we wouldn't have revisited that. I don't know. Maybe maybe we would. I don't know. But um, yeah, well, John yeah. Jules isn't out of the equation yet. Either. Well, not really, is he? No, sticking around, ham- isn't he? So um, hamstring, wasn't it? I think sort of so nasty one, wasn't it? Thing. Yeah, we shall see. Um, actually, quite rightly talking about um, Matt Penny, he sounds like he's well liked at Motherwell, this... um, but he's not registered, obviously. And someone's also mentioned yeah. that the keepers, uh, skip keepers, aren't including the squad regist- reg- registration. So even if we get, oh, the okay, flat, didn't, really didn't realise that. And to be fair, skip, I forgot about Matt Penny. Yeah, if anyone, I guess yeah. he would be, he would be off. I think he's doing quite well, isn't he? Yep, and as Dan says, back to smashing three brilliant forward subs on us 60 yeah. minutes again, which really worked for us guys at the start of the season, <laughs> didn't it? So um, that's what we want. Um, some mentions of um, Nathan Broadhead's mum liking Ipswich Town tweets, which is what you want, isn't it? It's, and someone said it's always the mums, isn't it? So um, yeah, I think we've, d- we've done 20 minutes on transfer business. We'll maybe come back to later chat as well if anyone wants to talk about that. But let's do let's dive into Rotherham, shall we, guys? Um, let me put the team up and remind you of um, um, who faced off yesterday. Eight changes for Town. Um, Hladke for Walton, Edmondson and Keogh for Wolfen and Burgess. Davis returns for Greg Lee. Vincent Young in for Danassian. Um, overdue, certainly arrest. Humphreys for Morsey. Um, and essentially Chaplin for Burns, Ladapo for Harness. Jackson slots in Just... in a wide role. I think that, that graphic is a bit incorrect there. 
and only one change, I think, for Rotherham, as far as I could figure oh. out, um, which is Cohen Bramwell comes in for Daniel Barlazer, a player that we really rate um, on the pod. I think subject possibly to interest with Middlesbrough. Um, and worth noting that you get nine subs in the FA Cup and Rotherham could only name seven. Um, Joe, your thoughts on, on that team? I mean, a good rotation, isn't it? And some good minutes for players there. Yeah, and like I said, the only players you look at that and think, oh, who, who's going to start the next game out of that team? You think, well, Leif Davis probably, well, will do, but then he's missed a Lincoln game previously, so he needs to get a game in him. Lee Evans will do, but then we're one shot in the middle, and then you're sort of probably talking Connor Chaplin and Freddie Ladapo. But again, mm. now Hurst is here. You've got an option with Ladapo there. He's probably going to start, but he's probably not going to play the full game. And then Chaplin again with Broadhead. Again, you've got that chance to make those subs on those again. So it's a, it's a lot of changes, but still, like I say, you look at the team that's still really strong and... Rotherham couldn't make eight changes and they're a division above us. We're playing their first team with our reserves, really. Well, not our reserves, but our gentle second string, maybe, if you call it that. Tell you what is interesting from that, how the average age pops up when um, Keogh and Aluko starts. (laughs) Yeah, 28.2, yeah. Uh, Cameron Humphrey's doing his best there, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. Swimming against the tide. I mean, quick quick thought, Dave, on, on Rotherham. Um, no wins since the start of November. Yeah. As you said, um, only made one or maybe only a couple of changes. And um, yeah, they're going to struggle, aren't they? I think they didn't really show. They didn't really show much, did they? Not yeah, really. four, four losses and two draws yeah. going into the game against us. But w- were you predicting an Ipswich victory? Were you confident, Dave? I thought so. Yeah, you know, they haven't been in the greatest of form. Um, I must admit, I didn't I didn't catch the preview show, but I, I, I thought we would, I thought we'd be all right, be all right yesterday. And I think we were favourites, weren't we? The bookies' favourites, I think we had us... Quite comfortably. Rotherham were about five to one to win. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I think they had that. Yeah, I didn't, I must admit, as a match, spoiler alert, as a match panned out, I didn't quite seeing that quite see that margin of victory but I was fairly confident we would um, we would win especially when I saw the side as Joe said it's a it's not a reserve side it's a sort of nicer a nice strong second 11 as such if you know what I mean Joe do you want to take us through the, the first half obviously going to culminate in a goal for Cameron Humphreys down your end but talk to us about the pattern of the first mm-hmm. half and and that kind of stuff well I thought we were pretty much on top straight away we we dominated the ball we we sort of had the ball in their half most of the time territory. The only problem was when sort of they, they had a quick break down the right hand side. Lee Evans tries to sort of take him out and fails and they hmm. get all the way down there, pull it across and Connor Washington slots in and the linesman gives it offside. I haven't seen it back to know whether he was right or not, but even if he was right, it's pretty poor from Connor Washington drift offside in that position when you've got a certain goal and that would have just been that sort of sucker punch when you think oh god another game where we played really well and had a couple of good chances I think Chaplin at that point had a couple of good shots and goal and Luca had had one Chaplin had one at that point saved and all of a sudden you're 1-0 down to their first time they've been in your half all game and then go from there but no it carried on and we just carried on pushing and pushing and Jackson and Ladapo combined well down the right Jackson gets away pulls it back it looks like Chaplin has almost lost his footing there but yeah there and it just Humphreys comes in really, really nicely timed run and just to finish, he just guides it into the bottom corner, doesn't he? Two in two, really classy finishes. Many guys' goals, isn't it? Yeah. Lets the ball come across him and then just carries it on in there. 
Rich, you and you, you and me went to that Colchester League Cup game, oh. and from exactly the same position, it twice was, I think, twice I think he blazed over. So the kid is um, the kid is learning, isn't he? And he and he's just, his post match is excellent, by the way. He speaks, speaks really well, incredibly well. Talks yeah, about yeah, practicing those crosses as well, and trying to find different situations apart from flashing it across the goal, or you know, pick it. I, I forget what phrase he uses. Something like the second line, or something like that. Um, so that was definitely something that they've been working on and really tidy finish. Is is Humphreys putting problems, a good problem in McKenna's mind for a starting role, Dave? Possibly is, but I think Evans and you know, in that central that central two, Evans and Morsey, I think, are a cut above anything else and anything else in the division, I think. I really do. Really, Stephen I, here I, thinking possibly I don't see it. No. I, no. I don't see it. No, I really don't. I think I think Evans has been superb since he came back perhaps a little bit quieter yesterday but only because Humphreys was so good yesterday I mean he was quite clearly the man in the match absolutely such a composed performance but I don't see him usurping those those two at this stage no, no. it's a good bench option to have isn't oh it, it's fantastic frankly sorry and Evans for his physicality as well you know sure. and, and Humphreys not saying Humphreys is getting stronger you can see Humphreys is certainly I think he's bulked up and since the start of the season but well, yeah, no, sorry, I, I just don't see it. No, 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 I, I'd agree on that. But there's a couple of moments, isn't there, where you see him strong in a challenge all over the pitch. But also, mm-hmm. if when you actually just spend some time just watching the amount of ground he covers, there's one time box to box. He's, he's nicking the ball off somebody just inside box on the defensive end. And then <laughs> the next thing you know, he's up the other end of the pitch, picking the ball up, composed time on the ball picking his head up to put a cross in the box and it's like he gets up and down the pitch so quickly so good on the ball he's passing so sharp and it's like it's a real special player and hopefully I'd say he came on in a 10 roll didn't he away at Lincoln and scored the goal mm. and maybe yeah I can see that you sort of see the role Sonny Aluko's playing yeah. or Sean Aluko's playing but and you might be able to give him some minutes in those roles but he's he's someone you, you've got to find a way to get him in your match day squad don't you I yeah. think so, Joe. But you, like I said, you wouldn't split those those central two now. Not another moment. No, probably the pick. Uh, the, dare I say, in League One, central midfield players. Isn't oh, it? So. without I, I think I think without doubt. Yeah. But what a, what a great what a great option. And and as you said, it's certainly given um, certainly given the manager a, a nice uh, a nice problem. But Sam Morsey's one booking away from two from a two game ban. Yeah. yeah, Lee Evans. Uh, like he's obviously had a bad injury last season. He's had another bad injury this season. Yeah. With with sort of further progression in the cup, we're going to have a lot of Saturday, Tuesday weeks, aren't yeah. we? And yeah. we're going to have we're going to have to make sure we manage him across the season. And there's there's going to be plenty of minutes for Cam over the next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, question mark Joe on minutes for for Richard Key. I I kind of feel sorry for him because he's kind of come in as the in league games and to try and see them out. And I think it worked against Derby, but he might have come up for 30 seconds and they had a corner. Um, but I think a lot of people are remembering Sheffield Wednesday and Charlton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great for him to play. Um, but this this penalty incident at the start of the second half, really not great, is it? No, there's no need to make the challenges there. He's, he's lucky that he was in the box. He would have been sent off because it would have been a red card if that was just outside the box. You just got to trust your keeper there. You there's no need to fly in like that. So what, a, the plot, I don't know who is he. Was it Washington that he brought down? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but Ed, he's Edmondson, so far wide though, isn't he? To be fair, Edmondson misses misses the first ball. Yeah. Edmondson misses the first ball, which which I think perhaps caught him a bit unawares. To be fair. Yeah, it's just maybe his panic stations on the last man. I'm not sure about the keeper. I'm not really sure of my bearings. And um, yeah, not a great situation there, Joe. Um, and penalty dispatched rather comfortably. Although yeah, he does a good dive, but it goes it's the wrong diff- way. It's it? difficult for Kia though, because he's, he's a keeper who has 
sorry, Ed Keogh is a player who has played week in, week out for probably 17, 18 seasons. And now he's coming in for the odd game here or there and at an age where he's now sort of, what, 36, 37. And he's, he's not getting a chance to get himself up to fitness. But then, so when he does come in, he looks he does look short of it at the moment still, doesn't he? And I'm, I'm sure he's a good influence around the place, but you wouldn't really want him playing in a big game for you at the moment, would you? Well, no, it is a bit of a gamble. And it happens to the it happens to the best of us. Let's move on to the rest of this, the second half, Dave. Do, how was the reaction to going to go down? Yeah, good, I think. Um, sorry, equaliser. Yeah, good, I think. I can't really recall anything more from them or... Ladke having to make a save, I think it was sort of fairly even, and I think we just, you know, began to began to get on top again, and then um, for once we get what what yeah a soft penalty, <laughs> well, yeah, a you, penalty. Let alone are you worried a soft about penalty. these penalties, Dave? Because well, we're using them up. We've used them up. <laughs> we're probably that's our season's worth, isn't it? I mean, yeah, just a, just a sort of fairly fairly poor from. Poor, poor from um, Rotherham. Perhaps they should have got um, a man in front of in front of Ladapo from the throw. But yeah, just a sort of fairly standard throw from throw from um, from Davis. Ladapo um, Ladapo does well. As like I said, he's good hold up plays. You know, strength holds off. I think it's Odafin. I think I think it's who it was. And um, sort of turns him. Yeah, he's got a bunch of his shirt. But how many times in League One have we seen that this season? Mm. For God's sake! And almost a surprise when the ref. Um, you know, when the ref when the ref gave it. Um, a Couldn't League One referee to... as well, by the way. Yeah, League One referee. Couldn't remember. We, I thought, do we think it was Evans who took our last penalty at Morecambe? Morecambe it was, wasn't it? Cha- Chaplin yeah. missed at Morecambe, didn't he? And then That's Evans, right. He did. And, and then, then Evans, Evans stepped up and took the next penalty and dispatched so it. kind of surprised that, what was I? I don't know. We never get it. It's such a rarity. Probably Chaplin's been banging them in for fun at, fun in training. So, And quite rightly, great penalty, wasn't it? So it didn't even give the keeper the eyes, just planted it in the, to the keeper's right. And keeper was pretty, so it was a weird one. He sort of flat-footed when he didn't really make a dive till it was always in the net. So, yeah, 2-1. Um, yeah, and I think deserved at that stage. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And then the, and the third goal, pretty soon after. Yeah, this was Lovely good, goal. I think. Yeah, no, this was a. I mean, the touch from Edwards is, is when you look back. I didn't quite appreciate it at the time. It's a ridiculous first time ball, sort of round the corner, perfectly weighted. Um, the ball sort of drops to him just inside, just just their side of the centre circle, Rotherham side, sort of um, almost a no eyes round the corner ball, and a good composure from Ladapo. Keeper makes it easy for him though. I was going to say keeper's massively overdoing, isn't he? <laughs> comes out outside his box, comes flying out, but he's still got to be composed there and yeah, sort of nudges it round him and keeps his composure, slides it past. I think it's that Richard Wood, isn't it? I think Richard yeah. Richard Wood on the line. He, you can still did he not famously him. score that 95th minute equaliser for Coventry in the Pablo? I, I believe it was him, wasn't it? it did, um, yeah. yeah, so 3-1 and yeah, game over then, isn't it? Yeah, but Joe, there's a fourth in there and <laughs> is this in the box or outside for you? It look. It looks like Vincent Young is inside the box, but the contact is probably just outside the box. I was right in line with it, to be fair, and I, I thought it was a penalty on first viewing. But when I've looked back at it, it looks like the contact is made outside the box. Yeah. And then another penalty. This Chaplin's gone off by this point. You think is Lee Evans going to take this one? And no, Wes Burns no. is the guy that steps up and takes, and he just coolly puts it down the middle, waits for the keeper to move, and just rattles it down the middle of the goal. And four-one, off we go. Good win into the hat yeah so, on, for, so first time for i mean this is crazy in it first time in the fourth round i went to that game with ben in 2010 southampton away oh, i went to that game we um, were wearing yeah. this kit oh uh, yeah we were i think pablo scores a toe poke doesn't he they score a ridiculous goal wayne thomas i think the fullback scores an absolute cafu bloody worldy <laughs> And I think Antonio and, might score as well. I think yeah, Antonio I think it was may score. Pablo scored a very, very Pab- late consolation. It's a sort of toe poke, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, and also, something else's stat that got me, first time in 30 years that we've won three FA Cup games in the same season. I mean, how nuts is that? So it was Boncho hat-trick. Boncho yeah, hat-trick against Grimsby. Yeah. We lost that. to Arsenal, didn't we, in the... We did. Oh, remember that all kicked off, kicked off that day. I seem to remember. Yeah. I think we, Omen, we beat Plymouth that that uh, that season in the third round. I think they'd shoot one in goal. But we had, um, I mean, we had a good cup run, ninety-one, ninety-two. If people are looking for for omens or history repeating, ninety-one, ninety-two. We got obviously Liverpool in the. Was that the fifth round or the quarters? I think it's the. No, nah, it wasn't the quarters. Was it not fifth round? Fifth round. Nah, fifth, Nevertheless, yeah. uh, maybe people worrying a little bit about cup run being a distraction, but winning is winning is winning, isn't it? And that breeds confidence. We've got so, like, we made eight changes yesterday in a bit of championship side. So you've got to you've got to look at what we've got, and everyone every one of those players would be better off for playing that game yesterday. And and anyone yeah. jump out, Joe, who's maybe on the apart from Humphreys, who we've we've given a lot of praise to. Anyone there in the periphery that maybe has, has given McKenna a more food for thought? I thought Edmondson. I know the sort of goal he's a little bit caught up, but I thought Edmondson was really good. I thought yeah. Jackson played really well on that right hand side role. So maybe you you he's going to get some more minutes there, either ahead of or in place of Burns at times because Burns is generally someone who tends to play the ninety minutes, isn't he? But I thought Aluko was good again, but. He's just going to come in and be good when he plays. But no, I thought it was just an all-round good performance, wasn't it? Agree, Dave? Yeah, it, it really was. I thought, yeah, real, really solid and good to and good to see. You know, when you, yeah, it just shows the depth of the squad, doesn't it? When you see some of the some of the 
the, the teams have been put out in, in cup matches in recent seasons. You think, you know, it's just no comparison, is it? And any thoughts on the on the atmosphere, guys? Because the section six guys Lively. got more into the more in, into section five. They encroached in my area, which frankly I am fully supportive of because it's, it's pretty routinely of a of a weekend in, in the north end where two bits of the north end are chanting something completely different from one another. So, did that make a difference? The atmosphere, obviously, the upper, upper tiers weren't open, so everyone was kind of more congregated together. But did you sense that a better atmosphere because of that? Guys, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was over. I had seats um, over towards same stand, but more over towards the middle. I had a really good view of the dugout yesterday, which was quite interesting as well. Um, yeah, no, it was a really, really decent atmosphere. Obviously, the bottom, um, yeah, the bottom section of the um, so Bobby was um, absolutely, absolutely rammed. So no, it seemed a seemed a decent atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought good atmosphere. It's difficult for me to compare because I'm normally the very back row of the south stand lower, and this time I was sort of in line with the goal line at the north stand end, so you could you could hear a lot more there. I was in the middle tier there, so yeah, I thought the atmosphere was really good all yeah, game, especially once they scored their goal. It really kept us going at that point there. Hmm. Let's jump back into the chat. Um, Charlie D here, Freddie's goal. I thought for a split second he was going to try the Palais feint. Uh-huh. I guess he didn't really need to at the end. The keeper helped him out yeah. a big load there, didn't he? But uh, that that goal, look, there's confidence there, Dave, isn't there? In that finish from the Apo, and it was a really good. He probably it was a really... knew that Hurst was it. He probably, I'm not sure he's checking his Twitter during the game, but he probably knows that Hurst is in the stand, isn't he? So... I think I saw him checking out his Dior jacket at one point actually, <laughs> up in the up in the stand. Someone posted that. I thought, well, someone posted that. So that's a two grand Dior jacket. I thought Joe Fairs wears those in his garden for Christ's sake. Um, <laughs> Joe's got was... a load of those in the box in the garage. He's isn't got he? a load of those. <laughs> I only spend money on football shirts. <laughs> um, no, it was... Um, sorry, where were we? Lost me. Where was Freddie's goal. Freddie's confidence. Freddie's goal, yeah. Absolutely. a message. Like I said, so, yeah, there was. Really, really composed, as I said before. Really, really good finish. Because it's easy to... Like I said, the keeper did make it easy for him. But no, I thought we had a good game. Good game throughout. The ball stuck to him. Um, you know, he was a good target. Right, right. A good focal point right the way through the match. And I, I certainly think since the start of the season, that aspect of his game, has come on has come on a bundle but um yeah it'll be nice um n- nice to have some some competition but as joe quite rightly says they're gonna be they're gonna be rotated yeah and i enjoyed the emil heskey dj celebration as well <laughs> that took me back to 2001 um michael oh, Christ, yeah. keogh should have sure. just let the player have a shot he did not um have much of the goal to aim at as third yeah they trust your goalkeeper yeah i think we we probably agree with that, don't we, guys? Um, Neil Chaplin is class. Such a key player for us. Do you want to talk about Chaplin's contribution yesterday, Dave? Yeah, it in good, good, good as ever, really, I think. Um, had a couple of snapshots. Really good volley. Great technique with volley, which is a little bit unlucky. Just didn't keep it. Keep it made a half-decent save. Sort of half-stopped it, but pushed it pushed it sort of wide. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think someone said on our Telegram group that if, if Chaplin's capable of walking, that he should play. I think this was in... Um, um, response to the Lincoln game last week, you know, if he's if he's fit, he should start, and I I think that's that's probably right. He's just an outstanding outstanding player at that level. Yeah, agree with that. Um, David, I need I need some uh, deciphering this one during the game yesterday. I thought this Mick M was what we wished for. Oh, uh, entertain football with a desire to win. There must be a song at some point, and we need to move on from Mick, my don't we? But um, it is yeah, winning in the cup is. Is something that we quite like, isn't it, guys? Have we have you missed cup success, Joe? Albeit relative cup success, but yeah, it's just 
it's also just nice to win games of football, isn't it? It is. I think generally you walk it's a out. Bigger issue, isn't it? And like I say, I was in I was in the pub before the game yesterday, and I didn't really think many people would be down there. I was in Isaac's, and sort of a couple came, and then a few more came, and a few more came, and it's like everyone was just like, oh well, I didn't have anything to do today, and a couple of people said you go into the game. So oh yeah, actually I will. And where if this was a few years back, that, w- that wouldn't have been the case. So. It's, it's just good. I, I like a cup run. I like to sit there like I did today and watch the FA Cup draw to see who's going to get in the cup yeah. and see if any exciting ties come up. It is, a, it is a chance to do something. And yeah, we haven't had any great cup draws over the time. And you sort of think, oh, well, is this going to be the chance we're going to get to go to like Tottenham's new stadium or West Ham's <laughs> new stadium and, and have a have a big day out as a fan base? But it it hasn't it hasn't been. But it's another yeah. home draw. I'm sure everyone knows we've drawn Burnley at home in the FA Cup. But it's it's another home draw. It's a chance to test ourselves against. Top championship opposition. I think they're well clear at the. I know them and Sheffield United are well clear at the top of the championship. And Vincent Company's got them playing some great stuff. So it's a good. It's a good test for us there. And a statement win yesterday against Bournemouth, isn't it? As yeah, well, they just they they just home, won seven. They just won seven on the spin. I was actually out and I was listening to the draw on Talksport. We were one away from Man United, weren't we? Yeah, one ben away. Went, oh. Same but, as we were in the third round draw, wasn't it? We were oh, were, were we? Is that, is that? Yeah, I think we were. I think you're right. Um, now it'll be good. They're very, from what I've seen on, I think Ben will Ben will be all over this, obviously. But they're very easy on the eye, aren't they? Yeah. They got to say, look, it would be hopefully even the side they put out yesterday had that Benson, the, the wide left-footed player that plays right, and I don't think Rodriguez played yesterday. I think Zagori's scored the other two. Yeah, they look they look pretty good. So yeah, it'll be a good test. But as you say, they're they're, they're obviously the cream, and look, well, I think they're fourteen points clear from third or something like that. So they look odds on from promotion. So. That would be a, a, a more of a championship yardstick, certainly than um, than yesterday was. And despite uh, what some of our listeners and subscribers might wish for, um, probably better than it's Portman and not Turf Moor, right? Oh. I'm not, I've, I think we've all done Burnley, haven't we? I'm, I'm not sure I need to go back there. So that would be yeah. a good one. Dan in the Telegram group was saying, I should imagine a future Man United manager pitting his wits against a future City manager. Um, Saw that, you never yeah. know. A nice narrative there, isn't there, as well? Yeah. Um, by the way, if you're, if, thank you for everyone for joining us. Great numbers. A lot of people obviously on the buzz of um, George Hurst signing and Burnley in the Cup. So um, if you if this is your first time watching, please um, give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. If it is, if you're a regular, give us a thumbs up and a subscribe as well. We do appreciate that. Thank you to to Ben, Carl, Stephen, and Biles on Facebook who've already done likewise. Um, we will continue to chat as much as you put stuff in there. So do give us some things to discuss with the guys. We will talk about Plymouth at the end as well. So interesting to get people's thoughts on Plymouth, the big one coming up next weekend. Um, but back to the chats. Um, Daryl listens to the game on Radio Sheffield living in the area. They were generally very complimentary about town and how we approached the game. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I um, kind of feel sorry for Rotherham, really. Um, it's, a, it's a weird situation there, isn't it, guys? Um, or Paul Warren, such a kind of a big, you know, galvanizing force there. And you can see the effect he's having at Derby who boshed Barnsley three 0 in the cup. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be a struggle for them, isn't it, Dave? I think so. Yeah, no, I really, I really, on the, on the, on the basis of, of yesterday. And we said, I think by Lassa who may be, um, they may be lining up, a um, maybe lining up a deal elsewhere. Also, um, it'd be a miss. He'll be a miss. Um, yeah, I think they're going to, I think they are going to, going to struggle to, hopefully we will pass them by. It'd be good to swap places, wouldn't it? Um, Joe, maybe one for you to comment on. Um, Under-21s, Humphreys and Fraser Alexander were excellent every time as a partnership. Not sure um, how... Alexander's out on loan, is he, Joe, at the moment? Yeah, he's at Cheshunt, I think, on loan, which is, I think, National League South 
but he's um he originally signed there for a month, but he's still there, still playing every game there. So he's obviously impressed them to so that I think he's been maybe sort of three, three and a half months there now. So hopefully he can keep playing all season and get a season under his belt in the National League South. Okay. Um we were talked about the ref briefly. Mark Prime, ref had a really good view of it. Um and Gary Lovell here talking about um uh, is there a new ruling there? It, it might, I don't know if this is a definitive statement. Um, if players' momentum takes them to the box and award a pen, but general thoughts on the referee, guys. Obviously, referee that we might come up against in a future game, but thought he was is, good. Is, is McKenna's, I mean, McKenna's been quite reasonable, I think, in his response to the referees, and particularly Lincoln obviously opened up some wounds there, particularly about penalties and so on. Was it? Did we read anything into McKenna's comments and that performance Influence, on Saturday? Influence, I don't think so. I just think he was he was half decent. He's right though, isn't he, ref. McKenna? No, no, absolutely is. I just thought um, he was half decent yesterday, and I'd say all three penalties were decent. Were certainly penalties from my point of, from my point of view. Yeah, a bit of debate about Vincent Young, and I don't know if who was what penalty. Uh, I didn't see him pick it up in the chat. Which penalty he was referring to there? Was it was it um, Washington's momentum in the box? I think that was. That, I think I'm sure he, maybe the Vincent Young one. I think uh, the Vincent Young probably. Yeah. Um, no, I thought the ref was good all round yesterday. Yet let the game flow. Um, yeah, good performance. Hopefully we'll go. see him again. Have we? I mean, I, again, I didn't pick up. Um, uh, had he been in? Had he been in charge of any of our other games this season? Oh, if only I'd done some proper research, Dave. I'm oh, sorry. I could have, I'll, right I'll do some in a sec. Joe can do that, and then you give him a Google. But it's just, um, I just need my... Because um, I took my elders to the game yesterday, and it's, he went to the first... The Colts game at the start of the season. But the only two other than that he's been to is the um, Portsmouth game. And yesterday, so in most of the games, he's seen five penalties across them. <laughs> oh, Christ, so maybe, yeah. Maybe that's what we need. There yeah. you go. Yeah. What's your eldest called, Joe? Teddy. 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 Ticket for ticket. Ticket for Teddy. Ticket That's for Teddy. Home and away. Hashtag. <laughs> ticket for Teddy. Um, Mind you, three of the, I've got we not being add to that. Three of those have been opposition penalties. Don't forget. Yeah, that's 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 not the best part of it. <laughs> that's there. true. Caveat. Come on, Teddy. Sort it out. Uh, Michael Edwards was so close to getting two tapping goals. Plus, his pass to Freddie. Such agree. a great player to bring on. Yeah, I mean that strength in depth is depth is. Is massive, Frightening, really, it? when you look at the bench. Um, um, Gary, would anyone consider going f- um, forward with a three-man midfield taking into account Humphrey's recent excellent form? Dave, well, we'll let Joe do some research on referees. Your oh, thoughts on I, I tried? Okay, I've done it there. He's, he's, ref, he's ref two of our games before. The 3-2 defeat against Swindon Town when Ooh. Scott Twine scored that goal. Twine, and then the yeah. um, 2-0 defeat at Accrington, which was the start of oh, a wow. demise. That season Ooh. where he sent off Armando Dobra, gave a penalty against. Oh, really? Was it him? So, yeah, <laughs> I've got to say though, we got. I think he, we couldn't have any arguments about those decisions at Accrington, could we? From memory, I don't think we could, could we? Mm. Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. But your thoughts on that three man? Three man? No, I mean that would be a change of formation. I just, I just don't see that anytime soon. No, no, fair enough. No, no I, I think, in... I think Humphreys, but Humphreys as a auxiliary number ten, very much. Yeah. Um, good to have supporters of other clubs with us. Ben, um, Sunderland fan, hope you your team are doing well. Oh, yeah, good win for Sunderland. A late show for Sunderland cool. against Shrewsbury as well. Yeah, Luca nine, you can still find him. And um, Ian's with sick. us as well, um, our favourite Darlington fan. So great to have visitors from other teams. Love that. Hey, mate. Um, and hopefully people are asking um, Ben about Nathan Broadhead in the chat as well. Um, 
Lee, Joffa, Freddie yesterday, not his biggest fan, but that would have meant a lot to him. Yeah, goal against his former club. Really tidy finish as well. Yeah. Um, Stephen Beals, hoping the new lads can help us score the goals to finish teams off and cut out the draws. I mean, that's the big one, Dave, isn't it? That's, it's, it is, and we've that's got why you know these players are being targeted. And in January, we've got these you know we've got these home games coming up against um, against Morecambe and against um, against Accrington as well. So um, yeah, they're the ones that you think yeah those home games you, you know you have got to cut out dropping those points as we did against Cheltenham as we did against as we did against Fleetwood. So yeah, that's um, and Oxford away we've got after Plymouth I think haven't we? That's that's potentially well we remember what happened there what happened there last season so we move on we yeah move on. some some nervous times coming up but yeah these signings can only help joe um dan's question here does hurst go straight for plymouth i think i'd be i'd be surprised but he says big game to make a debut in a key role i think i think we probably expect him to be on the bench don't we yeah, certainly giving them lack the of minutes. yeah and then coming on for coming on for last sort of 20 30 minutes or so once yeah. ladapo's run himself into the ground um, I think it'd be a bit harsh on the depot as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, goal. Um, a decent goal at that as well against Fulham yeah. as well. So, um, Andrew here, we, I mean, there's quite a few these hypothetical questions that we've got coming up. I need, I, we need to keep the positivity going and we need to think maybe we're still in this season right now. But Andrew's question here, which town players have reached their ceiling and they won and would have to move on if we went up? I mean, do we want to... Do we want to go there just yet i mean I'm, i don't like preempting anything and tempting fate anyway but um yeah i don't mind tempting fate but i think that if we were to go up it would it wouldn't need a big sort of revolution of the squad would it you'd only yeah. need to add sort of four or five to it and there'd be some that just naturally just would some of the older yeah would, Keo and some of the older players just sort of drift yeah. away Keo or luco and yeah. then maybe someone like a jackson or a um I don't Lucky. know, there's, there's a few, maybe, but then someone like a Burgess might struggle to step up just with the extra pace in it. Mm. You, you just don't know until you get there, really, do you? But I think... Um, well, we proved against Rotherham, as, we, as you mentioned, Joe Burnley will be an interesting measuring stick. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I just think that we'll, we'll just want to we'll just want to um, sort of change, tweak things slightly and look to bring in a bit more quality into those sort of forward roles. Obviously, you've got to remember, like, George Hurst is only on loan, isn't he? And... If we go up, then you're still going to want that striker and things. So it's, the squad, the squad is a championship squad, really, isn't it? But we've we've got to get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, uh, again, this is a, another one of these questions that dovetails in with that that mindset, maybe, Dave. Use a two four nine five. Um, this is going to sound very negative, but what do you think? What happens if we continue on this spending habit and don't secure? Well, I don't, you, I don't even oh, want oh. to think about that. Use two, a two four nine five. five. I don't even. Don't, that, that is the doomsday scenario, isn't it? No, let's not let's not dwell on dwell on that. Um, you know, all I know is that um, an investment that, that, that's you know the size of investment that they've made, they would want to see a um, double quick return on that. Yes, and if if there's a seven figure sum being mentioned for Broadheads in there, then yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I, let, let, can you imagine a... if can you imagine if we're st- Three years from now, oh, we're don't. Bit, we're, we're don't. Mid- no, I don't even want to think about it. I no, think we no. started with so much positivity. No, I was, no, no, I was, no, I was, no. I'm making an about sticking that. We've just been up, knocked man. out of the cup by Cole. Oh. No, 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 I don't want to hear it. Go I on. have to pay respect to the chat. And if people ask us a yeah. fair question, yeah, yeah. we try to give them a fair answer. But we hope user 2495, it doesn't doesn't come to that. It feels like a good time to, to kind of talk about um, our League One rivals in this kind of promotion race because... Plymouth weren't in cup action, um, but struggled, I think, albeit maybe could have snuck it at the death 
Um, a nil-nil draw away at Bolton, no, not an easy place to go, but 60-40 in terms of possession in Bolton's favour, 14 shots to Plymouth 6, 2v2 two, two two on target, perhaps tells the story there. Block shot 7-2, corners 7-4, big chances 2-0, and skipper Joe Edwards red-carded yeah. in injury time. Minutes, I think, for all of their new signings, Jamie Tete, Callum Ryan Saxon early. Um this is going to be a big one, guys. Your thoughts on Plymouth? The, uh, the Whitaker thing is a big one. The Cooper rumours are starting to ratchet up a little bit. Joe, are you are you feeling how are you feeling about this one? Well, maybe a little bit better than you might have after Lincoln, dare I say? Um, yeah, nervous about yeah. it. It's going to be a big game. Really looking forward to it, though. I think it will be a really, yeah. really good it's game. Nice to but... have these games back, isn't it? Yeah, these, this is what we're football fans for, isn't it? To go to these to go to these massive games where they are the huge six pointers at the top of the league. And, and, it, and it is one of those. And I'd say Plymouth uh, were missing Whitaker yesterday. They're probably going to be missing him next week. And it's just, how are they going to adapt to that? But we've got to come out of the trap, start quickly, get in front and, and, and just beat them. Isn't it? That's, that's anything yeah. we've got to do. I, I don't think a draw, I don't no. think a draw does as much good to be fair. They'd be, if you offer them a draw now, it's sort of in Mick McCarthy's words, they wouldn't even get on the bus. I think if you could guarantee them a point next week. So, it's up to us to go and win that game and cut that gap from seven points. Yeah, you excited, Dave? Yeah, very. And and I think someone posted, I think it could have been on TWTV or maybe even been on our Telegram group, you know, ratchet up the atmosphere. There's going to be something like, I don't know, maybe even 28, 29,000. I think they've pretty much sold their allocation. I'm not sure. Would that be 1,000? I'm not sure. Big, big game. And, and this is the first big game where, as Joe said, yeah, he's slightly nervous about it. But I think we've got enough character in the side now to carry us through these big games where in previous seasons where we've said, oh, we're bottled and that, that was just, we just, I think we just lack character in the team right through the team really. And I think we've got that now. So yeah, guardedly confident. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, oh, we just need to go in uh, as, and we have a role to play next week as well. I think Definitely. people underestimate the role that the crowd has at Portman Road. And sometimes we are a bit flat and sometimes we do kind of the Suffolk sigh and a little bit, oh, you know, I think we just need to, we need to really get behind the team. And, you know, with, we play in a way that makes that really easy. We score early, you know, and uh, you know that sets a really strong foundation, doesn't it? But we'll, we'll be back to talk about that next week. Pretty much show me and said, we'll probably try and do that live. I think there's some, um, we'll try and talk about that I mean, one live and get your thoughts on that one. But the flagship think- next week. Oh, wouldn't it be good to talk about a win, guys? Do you think this is the biggest, last biggest match of this stature at Portman Road, do we think? What do we reckon? Uh, at this kind of level, you mean? Yeah. At this, stat, you know, this... I don't think there's been any at this level because... I'm at not the, sure there are. League games, since, certainly not. No, not, not since we've been in League One because we've never really been oh, involved not League in one. the I don't, I don't even, season. I don't even mean League I don't even mean oh, okay, sorry, one. in the Championship. Yeah, pro- yeah probably I mean, that time when we were... Chase the playoffs in 14, Bournemouth, 15. And maybe Bournemouth over Easter then. Maybe. Bournemouth, yeah. Or then you've got Sheffield Wednesday in February as well. I mean, and obviously the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 there's the, it's, I'm, I'm a bit sad that I quite like these games in, when it's the weather's a little bit warmer, a bit, it's not cold at the moment, but you kind of like those in the sunshine walking down. Or under the lights. Right? Under the lights as well, Joe. Yeah, so it's, it is, it feels like, Dave, kind of one of those games we haven't had for a while and then Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, we, we need to talk brief, briefly about Sheffield Wednesday as well. Really strong performance against, uh, you know, makeshift and profligate Newcastle on Saturday as well. But positive news that Sheffield Wednesday have, have got games like we do because Plymouth have I got the so. EFL Trophy Tuesday night. It's not really the same as the FA Cup, is it? And I, who did Sheffield Wednesday get, by the way? Do we anyone know that? Let me just... 
I'll be checking oh, that. But your thoughts on right. on their performance? Yes, on against Newcastle. Yeah, I watched. I watched some of it. Yeah, good. Windass is in. Obviously, a fairly old rich yeah. vein of form. Is it like five goals in the last <laughs> five goals in his last two games? Although the hat trick against what Cambridge, you looked really, really poor. The highlights I saw last weekend or um, well, bank holiday. So. Um, yeah, I think um, it's going to be a you know another game for them. Obviously, they've got the EFL Cup still, so still games. I don't think Bannon, by all accounts, is going to... Well, they certainly didn't miss him yesterday, did they? But I don't think he's going to be out anything like long-term, is it? I believe he just got rest... From what I understand, just perhaps got rested for the Cup yesterday. Um, they've got Wickham at home next Saturday. Um, yeah, and it's Fleetwood at home in, in, the fourth, in the fourth round as well, so... Yeah, funny enough, they got Fleetwood at home. It's one of those fixture quirks because I wrote down some fixtures. They got Fleetwood at home in the league on the twenty-first. It's one of those quirky, yeah. uh, quirky league, um, you know, league how uh, they come out, league cup. So, um, yeah, Derby worry me. <laughs> yeah, strong win say. for them against Barnsley, wasn't it? I mean, Derby are worrying. Any we got other... to go there as well, haven't we? Yeah, it's it's a tough game, tough trip, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm just going to go through the FA Cup games very quickly. I mean. Uh, Dobra, Joe, starring for Paul Cook's Chesterfield. I, yeah. I've, I've lost it. I need to get. I, I've yeah, no, I was really glad that you didn't do the post-match or match of the day. I was, I was really hoping for a, yeah. a Paul Cookism. But Dobra, yeah, two good celebrations and lauded over the West Brom away support, didn't he? Yeah, he's always been one of those that likes to have a battle against people. The I don't Rashford. know what the celebration is. The Rashford one, I haven't um, seen it, but I saw that Rashford. Instagrammed it on his story, so that's sort of me being down with the kids there. But no, great <laughs> to see Dobber doing well. I think he's got sort of seven or eight goals now, hasn't he, this season? And he's he was a player that I'd have liked to see getting a bit more of a chance here, but it, it wasn't going to be. No nope. talent, any just talent, just lost. Let's say lost his way a bit. Just I don't know, just raw uh, talent. I don't. I, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's talent, had right. the best advice from people. No, I think you said I, that before, Joe. And I think he's. Um, I think he's gone through agents quite quickly when people sort of say his agents giving bad advice. I think he's probably had about six in the last couple of years. So maybe he just needs to settle down. Saw him and speak. He seems off. to be doing that. I saw him speak afterwards on. Um, oh, well, I think it was could have been match of the day. He's, he's no Cameron Humphreys, is he? <laughs> no, but he spoke well enough, didn't he? He did and, speak well, to be fair. They've got themselves a replay, well. albeit they could have probably uh, just about beaten West Brom there. Late drama there. Should have. Um, oh, in terms sick, of man. other bits and pieces, we, we talked about Burnley. Um, if you want any views on Burnley in the chat, we'll, we'll deal with those maybe. And Borehamwood, Accrington was a draw. I mean, Accrington game will now move, won't it? So maybe not as interesting as I thought. Shrewsbury won, um, were 1 0 up with. In injury time, and somehow threw that away to Sunderland. Coventry lost to Rex, and that was a good, entertaining game. Derby, I mentioned Norwich. Um, no new manager bounce for them under Wagner. Um, 1 0 defeat to Blackburn. Steve Evans, Stevenage managed to knock out Aston Villa, guys. That was um, unbelievable. Yeah. So it's been a good, a good. Uh, do you are you feeling the magic more generally, guys? I know that obviously it helps. Well, you are when you when you're involved. You are, aren't you? You know, if if if, if we weren't involved, as we haven't been, well, obviously for thirteen seasons, um, you sort of, oh, who who would we have got? You sort of half eye on the draw. Oh, who would we have got? Sort of thing, you know. Oh, Burnley at home, and your people would have been a bit meh. But you're in the draw, you know. You're there, so of course, of course, uh, it's it's more exciting. You know, the, the excitement's there. But some good, some good entertainment there as well, and I enjoyed, yeah, some good games on the telly. Uh, Liverpool Wolves was a weird one. I don't know, v- VAR just <laughs> farcical, isn't it? Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's um, let's yeah, finish off with some bits of the chat. Just a comment there, just about VAR at Prem Grounds only, isn't it? It's just popped up, and 
I just think it's like I've I've actually been to a game at Anfield where VAR's in use, and Anfield I think is one of the only grounds in the um, Premier League that doesn't have a big screen there. So that we were there. I was at the game. It was a Liverpool Arsenal game. I was up with some relatives, and um, it's just it was just on there like all of a sudden on the little scoreboard says VAR check, but no one knows what they're checking for. It doesn't say whether it's for a penalty. This turnout was checking for a red card and it wasn't a red card. So you're at the game and all of a sudden it just stops for two minutes and nothing happens. I think if you, if, I think if you have VAR, you've got to have it at every, at every game. Maybe once yeah. you get, because does it change later in the competition once you get to the fifth round or the sixth round? No. And if you're, say you're in the quarterfinals and you're a, Championship club or a League One club at home, even in the quarterfinals, do you not have VAR? I, I bet if Man City or Chelsea were turning up, all of a sudden they'd oh, get they VAR would. sorted in their grounds for him. Well, two we, offside yeah. goals in the Sheffield Wednesday Newcastle game weren't there as well. You know, it's I've got I've got that bugbear with um, goal line technology as well. I can't see why every team in the EFL shouldn't be forced to have the facilities to have goal line technology. I just think that's a that's a no brainer. That's something just that even really if it's funded well. centrally. Yeah, indeed. I totally I'll, agree. I'll you, loan, experience- you loan the equipment, don't you, and pay it back or whatever. Yeah, just I'll, weird that. I'll be experiencing it for the first time weekend after next. I'm going to that West Ham Everton. Oh, nice. Corporate? No, 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 not no. Corporate. Just, no. Actually, going to meet in, meet in a, a client's over. It's not corporate, actually, but client's over from the US. So I'm going there, but not corporately, sort of meeting up with beers Ooh. and stuff like that. That would be a big game for whoever loses that. Fan. That's, yeah. a, that's a massive game. <laughs> and, um, you know, Marvin, I know West, yeah. Ham, West Ham obviously won, won yesterday because at some point I so who's going to have who's going who's gonna to have Sean Dyche in the dugout, West Ham or Everton <laughs> by that time. But um, yeah, no, that should be a that should be a fairly uh, a fairly intense game that one. So I quite look yeah. forward to that actually. Yeah, I haven't been to um, nice, you know, the West Ham ground, so yeah, quite yeah. looking forward to that. Cool. Let's let's finish with some stuff in the chat. Thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Um, really great numbers, really great interaction. Um, Eddie's hoping um, horse doesn't need half a season to go get going, but my Pompey <laughs> fan mates have claimed we've won the league now. So God. a lot of people blowing smoke, aren't they? But yeah, we need uh, and we've got the. We've got the recruit, the staff, the the hopefully the fitness equipment and all that. Words, I don't know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I mean? I've, we're in a better position in terms of squad fitness than we've, we've been got. In a we've while, got everything we need to get promoted, don't we? All the tools, Thanks, we've got all the tools, Rich. Got the tools. All the tools. All the tools. Put the jigsaw together. I'm mixing up my cliches. And um, Barry, <laughs> question for Joe: Who do you see being the next youth player to God, Joe. Up? I think Edwin Agbaj is the one who's done well when he's mm-hmm. when he's played for the first team this year, hasn't he? He's sort of come in at right back. He's played left back a bit, so he's done well. So I, I, no real update on Tawanda Torreira's situation, so I don't know if there's anything Complex. happening there. But yeah. he gets so far down the pecking order, doesn't he, when you think, uh, as a 10, who's going to play ahead of him? Just going back in time a bit, did I see somewhere that Tyree Simpson may have made his debut for Huddersfield? Oh, his first start. He's, he's played in the league a few games, but that was his first start. Oh, his first start, yeah. sorry, yeah. Sub, yeah. That's what Sub I at half-time, though, Dave. Ooh. So we'll see there. Um, Lee, I think I, I, I might be in the minority, but I think Bernie at home is great draw, really tough test. No, I, without it being one-sided, yeah. It's going to be, I mean, yep. two good footballing teams, right? So it's it's great that it's at home because we've had a lot of travelling over the last few weeks. Yeah. And when we've had a lot of illness in the squad and we're having to travel every everywhere over the Christmas period with the three away games in four. That was a that was a real tough period and I'm glad we've got to the back of that one now. That wasn't great. But uh, to be fair, Burnley last weekend in in January could be grim, couldn't it? It could be grim yeah. up north. <laughs> and also like Accrington is now midweek game. That that must make it more difficult for them. Yeah. Coming down here on a Tuesday night as opposed to a Saturday. Yep, agree with that. Um Neil 
um, Ladapo's to start against Plymouth. A lot of chat yeah. about Plymouth um, and the drop off and so on. I mean, we we need to give praise and credit to Plymouth, and now they've got they've got the points as well on the board, which is what we're missing. But FPL tractor with a lack of Whitaker prey on Plymouth's minds. I guess if the goals don't come, then then maybe. Um, From what it but, sounds like at Bolton, there was a lot of time wasting. They've really tried to slow the game down. They were quite happy to play point, for the nil nil. So I I think good point. We, we're going to need to expect that, and we're going to need to get the crowd. Big it up and on the rest back from the start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Christos Blum's captain out. It's huge. Imagine if Morsey was. Yeah, we've got twenty two hundred Plymouth. Ooh, really? Two thousand, wow. just over two thousand Plymouth fans oh, coming wow. from Graham. Um, so yeah, um, it's going to be a big one. Yeah, cool. two big ones, Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday. It's going to be an interesting week coming up. We've got hopefully a midweek show talking about if there are any more signings. Hopefully, Broadhead across the line will be at someone's mentioning Coventry now. Oh, don't do that. Um, here we go. Palace at home in McCarthy's first season, a massive game, says Veronica. Just trying to remember these games that we've um, is that the three nil? That was a three nil bloody um. Frank Aaron Cresswell Thunderbastard. Yeah, Neil talking about fans, some good form at late. We just need to figure out consistency in front of the big crowds, don't we? But yeah, um, it's going to be an interesting one. Do join us midweek, hopefully. Certainly back for the pre-match show. We'll try and do that live if we can, Seb and I. We'll be back this time next week to talk about Plymouth, hopefully with positivity in our voices our hearts our minds our souls i don't know where i'm going with this blaming the covid um charlie thank you um see you all in a week yeah thanks everyone wembley bounds oh no the drama um joe dave thank you for your chat as always thank you everyone for joining us in such good numbers as well we appreciate that um we will be excited this week we will see how things go um joe do you want to say anything before we say goodbye no, no, just, I guess, keep your eyes on the socials over the next couple of days to see who else is going to be Why not be get on in. in our Telegram? Tell everyone about Telegram, Joey. Yeah, Telegram's just our little community where we break news to everybody before Ipswich <laughs> before Town does. No, no, it's just, just a good place to chat about Ipswich Town and away from sort of Twitter and away from the ITFC timeline that seems yeah. to be in a constant state of drama. Dumpster fire sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, do join us over on Telegram. Um, two weeks for free and then there's a subscription um, bluemondayitfc.co.uk for all the links there um, Dave anything to sign off with before we say goodbye no not really just um, yeah really looking forward to really looking forward to next Saturday let's hope um, we get the right result yep fingers crossed um, thank you to Chris thanks to Michael thanks to Rodders FPL Tractor thanks to Gary thank you everyone for joining us um, on the weekend where Ipswich get their, um, some sales in the fourth round of the FA Cup beating Rotherham 4-1 Burnley next up in the fourth round, but um, the small matter of Plymouth at home next weekend. Let's have a good week. Let's stay excited and stay positive. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you soon. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hold up. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.